after so long. It's unbelievable. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been so long. We the last time we recorded was in literally was in December. <laughs> well, take some. You miss them. You miss them, right? Like yeah. For those listening uh, who didn't check the date this came out, if you're listening far in the future for some reason, it is now July, so it's been seven months. <laughs> Matt, all of our our legions of adoring fans are going to be so upset. Yeah, I know. Um, well, actually, they're going to be overjoyed now, because right. they're finally getting an episode. After... Well, I'm happy. Yeah, the big new change is... We are now an independent production, as you can probably tell by the quality. Um, so we we gain what well, we gain in freedom, we lose in production value. But we do gain in freedom, which is awesome. We now have the freedom to we can say fuck as much as much as we want. Yeah, we can do whatever we want, dude. I'm gonna start telling people how to make pipe bombs and all that. Yeah, and um, guess what? What? Well, our views, our 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 views, uh, still do not reflect that of Wentworth. Or yeah, that has not. That oh wait, you cut out. Shit. Okay, well, we're good. We're good. Views, we're good. While our views don't represent Wentworth or Wire, we don't have to say that anymore. So yeah, we're completely free and clear. We don't have to disclaim every single, every single opinion we make. Well, we were very controversial, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> remember that time we were planning an invasion? Where were we invading? I don't even remember. Uh, the United States. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, welcome back. To And this increased freedom that has allowed me to... I am in my pool right now. You're in your pool? I... Yeah, I've been in my pool this whole time. For real? Yeah. That's absurd. Uh, what a life. I'm in the lap of luxury. Chilling. Oh my god, I just heard the water. That's insane. This is real life. <laughs> Not everything's all hunky-dory, though, Matt. No? How come? There's a... Wasp nest the size of like a volleyball up in the up in the play structure next to the pool. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> is it like is it gonna fall on you or something? Is it in a precarious position? I mean, not really. It's not. It's definitely not gonna fall on me. But um, there's like fifty bees going in and out of there, and. Uh, they're, they're, they're really becoming a problem over here at the pool. Oh, no. Just stay, keep as much of yourself underwater as is possible. <laughs> yeah, while holding my phone above the water. Yeah, I mean, you could set your phone on the edge and just kind of like, basically Ooh. just keep your head sticking out of the, sticking out of the pool. Just speaking like at the... Like submarine it? Yeah. Like your, your, your mouth is the little periscope. <laughs> Not my eyes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I dunk everything but my mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's really all you need. You need breath, and you need to be able to talk to us, and that's it. <laughs> well, you know what? 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <start> drowning. <laughs> okay. First time anybody's drowned in a podcast. Huh? Where are you recording this? I'm recording this in the room of our new apartment. Big news. Oh my god. We have an apartment. It's wonderful. Not me. For those listening, not me. Yeah, I'm not no. A part of it. Obviously, I, that's why he sounds bad and I sound good, because we're recording over Discord right, right now, uh, and I, the we I am referring to is me and my girlfriend, or my girlfriend and I, the one you heard in the previous episode, it's been so long. Mm-hmm. Ugh, like, we have... Like so much stuff. Well, we could get a couple episodes out of like what has happened. Yeah. So here, I actually had a good idea for a way to start the podcast today. Right. I want to hear two uh, two negative outcomes of the quarantine for you, and two positive outcomes of the quarantine for you. <laughs> Well, to be honest with you, Matt, um, coronavirus is actually one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So. <laughs> no negative outcomes? <laughs> There's very few. Negative outcome is uh, I, when I go out, I, it's like you can't leave when you're yeah. you know, stuck at home. Positive outcome, to parallel that negative one, is that I didn't have to leave when I was stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> So you you didn't want to leave, anyways. <laughs> no, I didn't, and now I had the perfect excuse. There you go. And oh, okay, uh, another negative thing that's happened to me because the coronavirus. Um. Hmm. Well. Yeah. I, I can't think of any. I didn't get the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, you had to move all your stuff out of your dorm on short notice. That was pretty. I mean, that was pretty. That was pretty hectic. Yeah, I did have to do that. The immediate so, chaos. The it tanked a couple of my grades. Ah, there you go. Um, from you... like yeah, from like good grades to like acceptable grades. Did you take the um, pass fail as a result? I took the pass fail on two classes as a result. There you go. I just blanket pass failed everything. I was like, I it's either I'm taking the grades or I'm not taking the grades. So I just did pass fail for everything. Well, I ended up with what? I ended up with three, three B's and two passes. There you go. So I think a B is as close as you can get to the grade pass. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you did so average in this class. I mean, for for Wentworth, maybe oh. I don't know. I feel like C. There, there's always the saying C's get degrees. I feel like C is the yeah. embodiment of pass. <laughs> B is oh. like you tried, but you didn't get. So, you didn't go all the way. Yeah, D is like. Either something traumatic happened to you, or, or like you shouldn't you shouldn't have passed, but you managed. Yeah. Your professor did you a solid. 
considering not fucking taking classes this semester because I hated the online classes they're still charging us crazy tuition and as a computer Mm -hmm. science student even though we technically have like lab periods and stuff right it doesn't actually require the physical space of the labs because it's computer science so I actually have no reason to go I'm not I won't be on campus at all if I take classes. Right. So really, I don't even have a choice between on-campus or off-campus learning. It's just all off-campus off. no matter what. So that's I'm, not what you want to do. Yeah. that's. I mean, if I wanted an online program, I would have just signed up for some cheap online program. I wouldn't have enrolled in a very expensive university, so. Right. So yeah, I'm cons- I have to talk to my advisor, but that is the the plan going forward so are you just gonna be working instead then yeah i mean i would be working either way um it's not like i'm really changing anything it's just not going to school for this semester until they change things back i just i can't do only online i can't the problem is i can't motivate myself to like watch the lectures because it's right. like it's there's no real interaction you're just kind of listening to a low quality recording of somebody because <laughs> it's yeah, like you're at least, missing what maybe if you maybe if they at least got the teachers into a studio or something <laughs> like maybe if they had the teachers do their fucking right. lectures from the wire studio and it wasn't on like <laughs> they're like say, using their cell phone to like give a lecture yeah. It sounds bad. I'm not engaged and it's just horrible. So yeah. Um but the upside I'm I kind of liked it cuz um what? You could listen to lectures while showering. Oh yeah, I mean my economics I so by the one class that required me to show up like not listen to the lecture afterwards, but I actually had to be at the Zoom in the Zoom call at the right time and everything was my economics class which was my only 8 a.m. so what I would do is I would just wake up turn the lecture on with my earbuds in in bed and I would lay in bed with my eyes closed and whenever he asked us a question I would unmute my mic briefly answer it and then mute it again and go back to having my eyes closed in bed yeah that was good um I hated it (laughs) so because of this uh, tendency I would have, Matt, to shower during some of my lectures, <laughs> it would really catch me off guard when uh, the teacher was like, all right, everybody, I need your cameras on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why they did that. I don't know if it was to like, verify attendance or something. Right. But like, ah, and I would just not do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're like, ah, that's gonna be an issue. <laughs> um, that's a violation of. <laughs> <laughs> My camera's not working for some reason. <laughs> Waterlog. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me try and restart. I'll be back in like 20 minutes. <laughs> so, so you told me one bad thing that's happened because of uh, COVID-19, but what about, what about the other things? The, the two good ones and the other bad ones? Um, so, I mean, I wasn't able to work for like two and a half months. So it kind of... That's a bad thing that happened. Yeah, it kind of set me back on like saving money and so and we were also moving into a new apartment and everything so like for a little while there i was pretty much completely broke and that was pretty stressful uh but now we have money again we're living our lives we're doing good we're being we're we're paying rent we're paying our bills we have electric bills we have water bills i pay for internet now it's insane. You're like a real adult now. I'm a fucking adult, dude. I pay taxes. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I have abortions, all that. You have abortions. Oh. Okay, now, what about some good things, man? Some good things. Um, some good things have been... Yeah. Well, I may have new responsibilities uh, becoming an adult. I feel like COVID has relieved a lot of other responsibilities that, like, you would normally have to do. Like, be presentable, like, to be presentable in general. Like, I feel like before COVID, society expected you to, you know, kind of have yourself together. And then I yeah. feel like now I can kind of just raggedly leave my house and, and, and everybody's like, well, it's quarantine. What do you expect from him? Yeah. <laughs> well, that little trick's not going to last too much longer. Yeah, no, I mean, now I'm going to work and stuff, so I have to I have to look like I'm not homeless and whatnot. But <laughs> during quarantine, I felt like I could pretty much just do whatever I wanted. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We had a wonderful... The only thing that... Go ahead. Sorry, what were you saying? No, go ahead. Oh, well, the, the only thing uh, that prevented me from doing that was uh, Grace. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have another, a final good thing to say about um, all those old people who are dying. <laughs> well... I mean, it gets rid of a lot of those old people now. Um, that there's a great major major positive. Um, no, I mean, I feel like let's say during quarantine, like really rolling back the. I feel like my only positives were really before I got back to work and in my new apartment and everything the because the positives were like because before we moved into the apartment we were living with because we got kicked out of our dorm so we didn't really have a place to stay so we were staying with her uh my girlfriend's brother um at his house and so during that period in time pretty much had like it was we had the online school 
and then that was out shortly. We had finals pretty much like three weeks into being kicked off campus, so. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we were pretty much just, I would kind of wake up, either watch YouTube or play on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, and I couldn't play on my laptop and now my laptop oh my god that's a whole nother rant I'm gonna not my laptop's been in the repair shop but I'm not gonna be going over that because it's been two months so okay while you're at it you might as well just go over it alright so I guess Um, so what happened was my the battery in my laptop Lithium ion, you know, the dangerous kind. Uh, it, it all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but one day, bloated is what they call it. It's called battery bloating, where essentially it went from, you know, like a rectangular brick of energy into an inflated pillow of explosive potential so it, it literally separated the bottom cover of my lap like the part that screwed in the bottom cover of my laptop maybe like an inch and a half to two inches from the actual frame of the laptop that's how much the battery had like expanded from where it was supposed to be so this was obviously a problem and uh, a serious health risk because it could explode at any moment so I contacted the school because we got our, our computers through the school um, and I was like hey so like my battery is going to explode and kill me and uh, everyone that I care about and they were like hey you could just send that through the mail uh, and let them deal with it and so I, I mailed it into Razor because they weren't doing on campus repairs right now obviously because campus is shut down uh, and then it got to the repair center. So at first it, it took me a little while because they, they first said they would send me a box that I would send it in. And then that was wrong and I actually had to print out the the label and mail it myself and find a box and packaging material and all that. Which took a little while because I was, one, I don't have a car and I went from living in the city to living in a small town uh, with my girlfriend's brother. So we didn't have a printer, we didn't have um, easy way to get to places with packing materials and stuff. So it took a second for me to get that mailed out. So I finally get it mailed out maybe two weeks after they had told me to. Um, two weeks after they had like, given me the label and everything. So I send it in. It gets there. Okay, I'm having a lot of... There's a lot going on on your end. I don't know what's happening. Hello? Tyler? Alright, we're... Hello? We're gonna have to cut this out. Hello? So, there's a slight issue. Yeah? 
Well, the dangers of having a phone in the pool became apparent. <laughs> Did you drop it in? Yeah, but now I think there's still water in the microphone hole because you sound pretty, uh, pretty muffled. Yeah, I just had to clear out the, uh... Oh, there you go, you're good. The old, the old headphone jack. Ah, oh, there you go. Well... That's why the iPhone got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have, an S, S9? S10? Yeah. S9. The Samsung Galaxy S9. Recording a podcast in the pool? No problem. Sorry, can you say it again? I said the I was just giving an advertisement for the Galaxy S9 and its waterproof capabilities. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've dropped it in many pools. <laughs> oh wow, there we go. So it's it's yeah. still chugging along. Many pools in a hot tub, actually. Wow, so it doesn't matter the temperature or the liquid, you're fine. Yep. Well yeah, I think the liquid would make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> waterproof, I'm not sure if it's oil proof, I'm not gonna advertise for that. Liquid nitrogen proof. <laughs> so as I was saying, uh, I sent the so I sent the laptop into Razor. It gets there, and then the guy at Wentworth tells me. Uh, so it it I it went into Razor. I didn't hear anything. For like a week. And so I asked the um, tech spot guy at Wentworth, um, hey, like, have you heard anything? Like, are they done fixing it? Are they going uh, to send it out? Um, and we were moving to the apartment. It was like right around when we were moving to the apartment. So I was like, hey, can you actually change the address that they send that to? Um, and he was like, oh, no, it's too late to change the address. They actually already shipped it out back to you. It's on its way. Uh, and you, you should receive it soon or whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's getting sent to Anuja's brother's house. So, um, doesn't really matter. Like he'll just drop it off to us when it gets there. Uh, then it was like maybe another week and I contacted him again, the tech spot guy. And I was like, Hey, like it's been a week. Haven't gotten any packages. Haven't seen anything. Um, do you have like any tracking info for the package? Um, just so I can check, make sure everything's fine. Just don't want my laptop to get like lost in the UPS system or something like that. And uh, so he was like, yeah, let me uh, let me contact them and, and I'll, f I'll figure it out. And then he sends me another message and he was like, hey, so yeah, I was just like completely wrong about the whole shipping it out thing. It's actually still there because they're out of stock of batteries. So like, we don't know when it's gonna be sent out. And so then I was like, okay, whatever, just keep me updated. Then they were getting the batteries in and they were just waiting on whenever the stock was uh, coming in it was but they were definitely getting them shipped to them so it should only be like another week before they get them and now they I just haven't heard anything since they said they were supposed to be getting the batteries in 
And then I I contacted them recently because I was like, okay, it's been so now the last time I've actually been in touch with them was 30 days ago. And I just contacted them again to say like, hey, any update? Because it's been a fucking month. And they still have not responded to me. So maybe I just don't have a laptop anymore. We'll see. But yeah, that's my disjointed and disorganized story. Tyler? Hello? 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 Oh, there you are. Okay, so maybe not as waterproof as we thought it was. Not as waterproof as we thought it was. How come? No, it, like, I'm sure it'll be fine in like an hour. It's just, there's just water making the electricals think that something's happening where it's going to be that it isn't. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it thought that I wasn't connected in the headphones. But, uh, yeah, so what was, oh yeah, I was trying to say. Oh, you cut out again. Okay, so they saw that you had a bloated battery, and what they thought was, he doesn't know how to handle the Razor, so they confiscated it from you. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, this, this, it is not good. He doesn't deserve a piece of machinery like this. <laughs> he doesn't know how to treat it with proper respect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say something. I totally forgot what it was. I don't know. Man, I feel like I really this hope... seems like this podcast episode was just not meant to be recorded. There's so many things that have gone wrong. You guys don't know, obviously, because we weren't recording yet. But it took. We had so many technical difficulties trying to get this to record in the first place. Right now, we're doing it in like the jankiest way possible. So really, we're using. Ju- we're just recording the audio from my microphone, right? And when Tyler speaks, what you're hearing is not Discord audio. It's actually my microphone recording the audio from my speakers. I mean, if anybody wants to uh, reach out and uh, DM the Twitter, then uh, with, with tips on how to do this, that would be great. Yeah, I mean, I really, I feel like I just have to actually get my computer like right now I'm recording this off of my girlfriend's like little laptop uh, but maybe eventually I'll have a laptop of, to call my own but who knows fucking bees out here too man I thought this was gonna be paradise (laughs) (laughs) but it's actually some sort of wicked hell (laughs) 
So what have you been? Uh, what have you been doing? You have any uh, employment? You've been working? You've been doing anything? God damn it, Greg! Where'd okay, you? I guess I'm just talking, talking on my phone like I'm like it's a phone call now. All right. <laughs> so the quality's gonna be <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, it is. It just sounds slightly more muffled, but that's it. But, uh, what did you ask me? Oh, I asked, uh, if you've been, if you've had any employment, if you've been working, doing anything. I have been working, but not, like, odd jobs around. Oh, okay. It's not really, like, uh, like a, like a job job. Any interesting ones? Um, I repainted a deck. What color? <laughs> building a bench. Well, it was uh, red, and then we painted it red. Nice. It was like a Go. Not that large. Just a, a large for me, but not actually large. Um, my mother sold her house because everyone was out of it. No one was living there anymore. Mm. Um, and so she, out of the money that she got from selling that house, which is, it's like a four hundred thousand dollar house. Right. right. Um, she gave me five thousand dollars of it. Hell yeah. And that's just what I've been using. Nice. And since I don't have any real expenses, like, it's been fine for me. Right. Um, like, I have, like, car insurance or whatever, but that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, this is actually a weird commonality we have for our quarantine summer, is that my mother also just sold her house. Or is what? selling her house. They haven't closed on it yet. They'll close on it in like September, I think. But she's in the process of selling her house and she has already moved out of it. So, uh, That's great. I don't know if she has any plans to uh, divide the money up with me, but... <laughs> well, if you tell her about what my mom did, maybe she'd feel obligated. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to obligate her into giving me her hard-earned... Always, um, always extort your mother. <laughs> Every cent you can get. <laughs> Every. <laughs> Every little bit you could squeeze out of her. <laughs> Look, mom, it's just capitalism. You got. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> you blame the system. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the bees out here, Matt, I know it's been a while since we've been on that topic. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the bees out here, earlier I was thinking about the worst place for bees to make a little nest in. Yeah. And so, okay, I need to start this with a little story. So, uh, you know that? 
Um, I've had, I have families, I have family that have pools, but I've never personally had a pool all to my own. Okay, well, well, I'm sure you can imagine. I can imagine. There's a, there's a moment at the beginning of the year where it's just gotten (laughs) warm enough, they've opened the pool, and all your pool equipment, all your pool toys and stuff, they're all in the little place where you keep them. Mm Mm-hmm. And among these toys is going to be a pool noodle. Like, I haven't touched this for like nine months. Right. You come back, imagine, you throw in the pool, so happy, and 20 minutes fly out of it. Oh my god. <laughs> Wouldn't that suck? Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> and that is my candidate for the worst place <laughs> to have a, a beehive. Wait, did that happen to you? That didn't happen to me, no. Oh. Well, cause it would have been a better story if it had. Because I was thinking, like, you know, on the inside of, like, the, the back part of the toilet, right? Right. You know how there's, like, that whole mechanism mm-hmm. to, uh, for the flusher. Right. I was thinking maybe just above the water. If they built it, like, in the corner of the thing, but, like, kind of built off of the, the flushing mechanism, uh-huh. so that every time you flushed it, they were disturbed. And, you I know, it, it's just as you're you're pulling up your pants and everything, and you're mm-hmm. uh, kind of in a vulnerable position. So every it's time you, you, flush, you flush the toilet, you're assaulted by angry bees. Swarm of angry bees. That would be good, and then you probably wouldn't really know where they're coming from. Right, you just no one would think they're in the toilet. The toilet gets clogged one day. You find that the entire back is just filled with a beehive. Those vents along, you let them take over your whole life. (laughs) Cause can you imagine? Like every time you flush the toilet, they just come out of nowhere. Like you just because you're not even looking at it, right? You like flush the toilet, you turn around. And suddenly, (laughs) (laughs) that'd be insane. Yeah, and then what? So then you go home. You you like you go to you go to your bedroom. Your your wife's there, and and she you're like, hey, honey, and you you turn her over, and she's actually (laughs) being. Yeah, right. You just see like a. You just see like. Uh, a form like you know how like they like Ferris Bueller how he fake beat in the bed like you just see like a figure yeah. under the covers mm-hmm. and it's really a swarm of bees they intentionally formed like a human form to fool you and you take off the cover and it's just the swarm they they disperse around you and you're mm-hmm. dead exactly um, and they and, you know, it's your fault because you were disturbing them, so... <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for flushing your toilet. They were just taking a nap, looking like your wife. <laughs> and the fact that you would disturb them is, frankly, an act of aggression, perhaps even an act of war. <laughs> and cause... Call it downright disturbing. Cause for immediate termination. Of your life. Yeah. And your wife too. And your wife.
That's happened to me many times. Yeah, that's happened to you a lot of times. <laughs> Every day, actually. <laughs> it's a constant issue. <laughs> um, interesting things that have happened have happened to me over the summer. I recently acquired a dozen chickens. Very nice. And I I built them a coop and I built them a little yard to go out into. This is wonderful. This is... And I haven't fed them today, so I'm going to do that right now. Oh! What do you feed them? I feed them... It's, it's, like, it's called chicken food, but it's like a, it's like a bunch of seeds and like corn. Mm. We actually sell... They, they fucking love it. So my new... One of my new uh, places of employment is now uh, Ocean State Job Lot. I am the head of the right. seasonal department. And we actually carry food for chickens, but the ones we sell, we sell like uh, dead bugs. We sell like bags of oh. dead bugs for them to eat. Yeah, um, I get mine from Tractor Supply. But, uh, yeah, that's, they do that. They eat like everything. I didn't know chickens were like omnivores until now. Yeah, no, they eat like, uh, they eat like mice and stuff sometimes too. Mice? Yeah, dude. You guys are gonna eat some mice? They'll fucking, they like actually are pretty like hardcore chickens. Can you imagine a chicken in the wild? A wild chicken? A dangerous feral beast. What did chickens look like before he like domesticated them for the livestock? I don't know, but they're they're in like the southeast of uh, Asia. Oh, they were originally Asian. Yeah, they're from like Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia. Prime, the primordial chicken. You have to go back inside. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Dude, can you go outside? Yeah, you guys can go Do you think this is the first time that chickens have ever been fed live on a podcast? Maybe. I'm letting them all outside. So I can enjoy their little yard. That's wonderful. Can you hear them? Yeah, I can. I, every, I, at least I heard them a little bit. I don't hear them right now. Oh, there Fantastic. Are. Nobody run away. Um, is this a call? I was receiving a call. This is very unprofessional. We used to be so professional, dude. We had a studio. Oh my god. We had a list. We don't have a list. We had a mixer. We had that bit, all, all sorts of buttons and sliders and dials and Oh, knobs. we had the fucking, the, the soundboard? Yeah, like a little bop it. Yeah. We had the intro and the outro. We had an intro and an outro. Now I'm going to have to edit them in and post, which is what I did for the first episode, but, you know, we used to be able to hear it live. It really yeah, felt like a go. full experience. And anyways, this is why I cry myself to sleep with it. Yeah. Well, that and the wife thing from before. <laughs> How many wives have you lost to bees now? What's the tally? Well, I've never actually been married. 
But every day, <laughs> so every day for three and a half years, what is that like? Like a like a thousand five hundred. Something like that. Three years. Mm-hmm. Three times three is nine hundred. Three times six is a hundred and eighty. That's a thousand. That's a thousand eighty. And then mm-hmm. half. So what? Thousand eighty yeah. one thousand ninety five days in three years. Okay, well if it's in four years, you gotta add an extra day because you got a leap year. Oh, it's a leap year today this year. We already did it though. It's July. We already wait. What the heck? Oh yeah, we fucking had one. You wouldn't remember it though because so much stuff has happened between then and now. I remember when the most exciting thing to happen in any given year was the Leap Year Leap Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've it's been a decade since then. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even if they do go, even if they do run away, a lot of times they come back. Yeah. Because, yeah, we, in my town, I've seen a lot of chickens just wandering around the side of the road and stuff. Yeah, because they know where their little house is. So, the thing is, I have a, I actually have, like, a door to put on their little yard, but I'm just using a piece of plywood right now, so I just haven't. Ah. Well, plywood's just as good. I feel like that's just like in uh, like a video game, like a like Minecraft or something. You're like, oh yeah, I just I unlocked the recipe to like craft a door, but like I've just been leaving this block of wood there for now. So yeah, it's working just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't worked up the time to gather the materials. <laughs> Because I've actually spent the last three full day night cycles just running around the inside of my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to make a fountain <laughs> in my basement, so... <laughs> so how am I supposed to get six months? <laughs> oh, yeah. But the, it actually isn't just as good because the door is as tall as the, like, little... So it's... What it is, it's, it's uh... Like a, like a structure with just netting on it, mm. like a, sort of like a fine netting, so they can't jump through it or anything. Right. But right where the door is, it's a part where there's no netting, and the plywood is only like up to like, so like the actual structure is like eight feet tall, and the actual fucking little board thing that I'm using to block it is only like up to my waist. Ah. <laughs> So, like, there's this massive hole there. <laughs> right, like, it defeats the rest of the fencing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I have, I think they're, like, well, they're chicken, aren't they? So, they're probably too afraid to jump out. Yeah. They're not necessarily known for their, uh, their excellence in flight. 
or upwards mobility. Or courage, really. Yeah. Yeah. You're sure it. chickens are? Whenever, whenever somebody is, uh, whenever I describe somebody as courageous, I would say, you know, that guy's You're a chicken. chicken. No, yeah. So, I, you know how much trouble I had just to have them to like walk out of their like chicken-sized door out into the, out into like the yard. Like, it took me so long. I had to like take them each out of the chicken coop one by one. Guys, it's okay. You're safe out here. It's like uh. Kidnapping victims have been like locked in a basement for like years, and you have to like readjust them to the world. Well, they actually were uh, locked in a basement for not years, for like three weeks. Yeah, which is like a year in chicken time. How long does a chicken live? Hello? Are you looking up how long a chicken lives right now? Oh, no. He's not looking up how long a chicken lives. He's gone. Well, well, he's gone. I'll look up how long a chicken lives. Chicken lifespan. Five to ten years. So let's say... Hello? Oh, hi there. Can I be heard? Yes, I am here. Excellent news. I'm just trying to figure out the... So the lifespan of a chicken is 5 to 10 years, and now I'm going to figure out how much. So 7 years times 52 weeks. So that's 364 weeks. Uh, and then we're going to say... 3 weeks divided by 364... And then, so we get that number. I'm gonna copy that number. And then I'm, I think the way to convert this would be say like, human lifespan is 80 years times 52 weeks times the number I just found. So that's like divided by 52. All right, so that's like, basically, in chicken years, those three weeks were 65% of a year. In chicken years. Hello? Okay. Well, 65% of a year is times 12 months, so that's like eight months. That was... Oh! He's back. It, the headphones are jacked all messed up now. I wonder if we fix the drive. Yeah. So yeah, the, those 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 chickens were locked in a in a basement for eight chicken months. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's not it's not long enough for them to be, you know, Stockholm syndrome. -y. They still got a little no. fight in them. No, I kept them in a little cage too, so they were all comfy. Yeah. Okay. So they were, I raised them from like baby chickens. 
so they were like chicks. So yeah, oh, there you go. In, like a little box with a like, just so people who might think I'm abusing animals. <laughs> captivity is all you know. <laughs> is all they know. Yeah. But now, and they're not free range. Um, not because I hate them, but because we have neighbors. Yeah. Because you don't have the. Uh, they have a, they have a pretty big yard. Like it's what, twenty feet by ten feet. There you go. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's actually this is a dozen chickens within the living requirements for twenty chickens. So there's eight whole chickens that I could sustain here that I just don't have. So like they're pretty much living in a mansion if you think about it. Hell yeah. Like, if I was to be a chicken, I could be one of my chickens. That would be fine. <laughs> You'd be happy being one of your chickens? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, anything interesting happened to you other than moving? Um, I'm trying to think. I, so... I'll say last week I absolutely killed myself and uh, like really just abused my body and mind uh, Ow. and I found out like the other day that I didn't even need to so here's what happened right so last week I had to clean out my room from my house because uh, obviously like I said my mom's selling it so I had to clean everything out get everything out of there because uh, I haven't really taken much out of there since I like left for college so um, it was a, a big old mess a lot of stuff there whatever so yeah, that if I can interject here for a second yes when you, when you move like that like when you're moving all the stuff from your house that you didn't take to college, you didn't take it to college. So it's like all the boring stuff you learned. Like, oh yeah, I mean there was a couple things cool like Anuja is really excited, especially about all of the uh, like t-shirts and stuff she has now to wear. So that's good. Oh. <laughs> like all my old t-shirts and whatnot. But yeah, it was primarily clothes, and that was most of it. Um, but. So yeah, I, but it was also a lot of cleaning and throwing stuff out, and yeah, it was a whole big mess. Um, so is cleaning your room the mental and physical abuse of your body? No, so that was only part of it. Uh, so yeah, that was on that I had planned for on a Sunday, right? And then I so it was I we had set the date like two weeks out, and I had kind of forgotten about it. Um, so then I, so I was working, so I was working, let's go down, um, so Friday, so that week, that weekend, starting Friday, so Friday I had work from, I worked a job lot from 6am to noon, then I had, uh, it takes me a while to get from there to home and then home to Blaze. So I had about an hour at home in between. And then I had to go to work to, at Blaze 
from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. <laughs> so starting at 6 a.m. So I started working at 6 a.m. and stopped working at 11 p.m. And I ended up getting home and being asleep by about 1.30 in the morning. Uh, and then so I then woke up for work the next day. I had to work at Javelin at 7 in the morning. So 1 a.m. and so I had to get up at to, to catch the train and be all that. I had to get up for that at like 5.30 in the morning, right? So we're going to say I went from 1.30 to 5.30. So I'm running on like four hours of sleep. Uh, then worked from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Came home for like two hours. Then worked at the Cambridge Blaze from 5 to, I think I got out of there at like 10, 15. Then so, went home, <laughs> was asleep by midnight. Then I had to get up at seven in the morning <laughs> to catch the train to my hometown. Took, a, took that train all the way to my hometown. My mom picked us up there. Then I worked there, like my room was an absolute mess. The reason we went down so early and everything was because it was going to take us all day. My, obviously, like, no more AC, no more power or anything. Not power, but, like, like there's still power to the house. But, like, we're not really using it. There's nothing really set up. So, it was hot as hell that whole day. It was, like, 90 degrees out. Um, and we're just working in my room all day. So, I was constantly, like, dripping sweat. Just working on that room all day and then I finally I got we got home by I want to say at the end so we were done cleaning by like maybe nine o'clock we left the house at nine o'clock um and we didn't get between like my mom has an electric car that doesn't have much range like she got the cheapest one she could get pretty much so like between charging and getting dinner and making all sorts of stops and whatever, we ended up getting home around midnight. And then I had, so midnight, got everything unpacked, went to bed. Then the following day, the Monday, I had to get up for work. I had to work from 6 a.m. to noon again. So I'd get up at like 4.30 in the morning. Um, and then finally, when I got home from that, I was able to sleep. And that was cool. <laughs> so now you're an adult and now the thing that you can look forward to is sleeping. And so, and then I found out I wasn't supposed to work that Saturday night. <laughs> wait, you just, wait, they didn't tell you to go home? <laughs> I picked, no, because it was, I picked up a shift. I thought I had picked a, I thought I was asked to work that Saturday. I was actually being asked to work the following Saturday, so this Saturday. So I didn't show up this Saturday and they were mad at me. But they also didn't tell me to go home when I was there that Saturday. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why didn't they say to go home? 
I don't know. But, because I guess, like, they were just like, all right, I guess, like, you know where you're supposed to be, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I really, and then they called me, and I was like, well, I thought it was, I, that's why I worked there last Saturday. And I thought that was when I was supposed to be working, and the general manager, like, Huda, was like, uh, no, like, it's supposed to be this Saturday, you're supposed to be there right now, and I was like, well, I'm not gonna be there, because, like, <laughs> it's, one, it's well past when I was supposed to be there, and two, I live pretty far away, like, it takes me a long time to get there, and just, like, what is the point at this point? So I'm just not gonna be there. And she was like, okay, I don't know, like, that's it. So, but now at this point, I'm just like, I have that the job lot in the morning, I have the other job where I consistently get 30 hours a week. So pretty much if they want to keep me on, they can keep me on. If they want to fire me, they could fire me, but I have steady work either way. Book. So yeah, that's, that was my, that was my last weekend. I'm finally sort of recovered from that. So yeah, that was my exciting thing that has happened. I don't know. Everything else has just been pretty monotonous routine stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's been such a long break because you've, like, what, your last month and all this stuff. So we haven't been able to, like, 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 fucking hang online. Yeah. So, like, we haven't been able to hang out in person because everything, everyone's been quarantined. And, Mm -hmm. like, you helped us move. Tyler helped us move into our apartment. He was there. He was he was working hard, kicking ass. That's the only time I've seen you for six months. Yep, we used to live together. And now that was the only time we saw each other. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then I haven't had my laptop this entire time, so I haven't been playing video games. I haven't been on Discord. I've just been separated, isolated from the rest of the world. I just get into so arguments on social media people. now. That's the only way I can express myself. Ah, speaking of social media, recently my girlfriend and I decided that it would be better if we both just cut out social media <laughs> entirely. Wow. So I have, I have deleted all social media. I was on YouTube for like 20 minutes, like three days ago, and that's it for like a week and a half. Wow, you don't even watch YouTube. That's crazy. Yeah, I got boom, cut it all out. Um, I've been watching uh, the Avatar on Netflix. That's good. The Avatar is a great show. It is a good show, and I I finally found where that TikTok song was from. Ah. <laughs> you know, secret tunnel. Yeah. I didn't even know it's from that show. Yeah, I I don't even. I I probably didn't know it was from that show either. I probably didn't realize. But I've seen, like, I watched it. I watched it when I was a kid, when I was on Nickelodeon. And I used to play the 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 game that they had on Nickelodeon's website that was game. based on. There was one. You have, like, two different, like, trebuchets, essentially, on either side. And you're trying to kill the other person's one. But, like, all your, like, projectiles are, like, based on which, like nation you choose like the the if you choose like air water earth or fire um and yeah and so each each projectile you get like a several types of projectile for each faction and that seems like one of those things that uh there's a definite better 
one than the other ones. <laughs> like, it just seems like one of those games where, like, you, like, look at, like, when they have, like, a leaderboard of, like, what's the top, and you just see, like, everything person is like fire <laughs> yeah I, well i feel like i think i never used fire is pretty good i think the only one i really didn't ever use was air i think the rest of them weren't that bad but it was great because it was one of those like two-player ones that you could play with like another person that was like physically with you right. so it wasn't like just like a bot or something so that's what because me and so my mom uh for those of you that don't know was a teacher and I would go, she taught at the school that I went to. So I would go to school with her and she would go in extra early. Um, and she had a teaching assistant who also had a son that went to the school who was in my grade. And we, you know, were in class together and stuff like that. So we would play games on the computer and hang out before school started. And that was one of the games we would play. It was like the Avatar, the last airbender flash game on uh, Nickelodeon. Can we take a flashback to, what, like, 2010, 2011? The last few years where every single game that came out had a split-screen multiplayer? Yeah, dude, I love... And then, like, it was all dead. There was no more. Right, because, well, because online got so good that (laughs) there were... People were... It's... and, And we became more like... People go over to people's houses less... Mm-hmm. It's more, you know, you could talk on the phone, you could video call, you can Discord, whatever. So I feel like they were just like, people just use the, but like, the physical couch, like, multiplayer is so good. Yeah. It's so like, enjoyable. When you have the boys over, like, your options are way more limited now than they used to be. And that's why, I think that's why Swi- the Switch was so popular, because it's like, Mm-hmm. It was basically designed for that. It was designed for people because their online Nintendo's online services have always been terrible and continue to be terrible, and they don't have a good like online multiplayer service for anything. But they have phenomenal local multiplayer. It's like their specialty. So and people have been missing that for so long. Yeah, that's been, it's been a huge, I can remember, what, playing Uncharted 3, <laughs> split-screen multiplayer with my dad, and it was awful, but it was, like, the only one. Yeah. Yeah, no, my brother and I used to play, like, all sorts of various uh, fighting games. Like, you know, they would, they used to make, like, a fighting game out of, like, all sorts of different, yeah. like, I think we had, like, a Ben 10 fighting game. And that was really... It might have not even been a fighting game, but I think it was. I think there was parts of it that were fighting. I don't know. Um, but my brother also used well, to get, like... it probably wasn't good. <laughs> all sorts of... Uh, all sorts of uh, fucking Naruto fighting games. We used to play... Because my brother liked Naruto. And I didn't watch the show, but, you know... They have all sorts of crazy abilities and stuff. And it makes for a good fighting game. Uh... And so that was fun. And oh, uh, wait! I thought I had a Dragon Ball Z one. Oh yeah, oh we didn't we didn't get the Dragon. My brother was Naruto kid. He didn't watch Dragon Ball Z, so he just got it for I the didn't Naruto. Either, but I just got we got it one day. You know how uh, 
game? What was it? What was the, was it game? It wasn't GameStop. It was the other game one. But they would send it in the mail. They would send like GameFly. You got a game? What? GameFly. Yeah. Oh my god! And they send they send you the game you wanted, and like then just a random other game that you could use. Oh. Yeah, I remember so seeing I all the ads. Ad- they 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 used to advertise constantly. They were such a big thing. And then Redbox started renting games too. And I imagine they're probably dead at this point. There's no way. Yeah, there's... Because what? Steam happened? Like, there's no way. Steam and... Well, I mean, there's Steam still plenty of people on the consoles, but like... The same world. Yeah, now they have like... I mean, Xbox... People on Xbox pretty much had to just keep buying games the traditional way or get them on Redbox or whatever. But, like, since PlayStation was the more, for this generation, it was the more popular console, and they have, like, PlayStation Plus or whatever, where you get, like, a free game every month or something like that, I feel like mm-hmm. it just became less necessary. And, well, also on, they have, like, a million free games on there, too. Right, like, and I think they have all sorts of sales and stuff, I don't know. Um, that service is perfect for like nostalgia trips yeah and they have almost every playstation 3 and playstation 2 game up there just for free yeah but i i for the like gamefly and like the red box rentals and stuff i never was even interested in getting them because like i felt like i if i actually wanted to like play a game and like complete a game like the way the services worked was like you only had them for like a couple weeks or something like that mm-hmm. and so I was like well I don't ever that's not how I want to play my games like what's the point of me having it if I only have it for like two weeks and then it's gone like I had the benefit of um my dad being like a massive like video game nerd yeah yeah so like whenever there was a good game like if if we ever got a good game in Gamefly, like, you couldn't be sure that it was going to be a permanent addition to the collection, you know? Yeah. Because you would just buy it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, my, I mean, my mom, so, my mom supported, like, us getting, like, Nintendo stuff. So I had, like, a DS and all that. Because um, Nintendo, like, I feel like it's for parents, it's pretty easy to keep it family-friendly. Most of the titles that are available for Nintendo stuff is all family friendly. Um, we had a Wii, but my dad was the one who had an Xbox 360, and that's where I really got oh. to play. Like, like my dad used to play uh, Call of Duty Zombies with us all the time. That was the f- the most fun. Which see, we were, and compared to my friends, like. I have always been bad at aiming with a controller and, like, playing shooters with a controller. So, like, Mm -hmm. it was insane to, like, talk to uh, friends who would get to, like... You'd be like, yeah, I get to, like, round 50 or whatever, and then I cap out, and I'd be like, I've only ever made it to, like, 14, and then we're done. Right, yeah. I was so bad at video games, and I had no idea. You know me, like, I'm... Awful at shooters. I'm just so like mechanically unskilled at all of them. 
Yeah, I was never able to get to any sort of decent level until I actually had a mouse and keyboard. Because you'd think, like, growing up, being playing with a controller, you'd get used to it. I, like, I thought, like, oh, I'll just figure out the controller eventually and get good at it. But I just never was able to get good at it. I guess I just wasn't made to use a controller because I've always sucked at it. And I've, I've never been able to improve. Well, it's hard because, what it's aiming via, like, an accelerating, like, dial. It's like trying to get it right with the little nubbing on the laptops. Right, but you're at least playing against other people who have controllers. And just, like, everybody else who uses a controller is so many miles ahead of me that it's not even just, like, yes, if you could say, you could argue, like, a guy with a controller playing against a guy with a mouse and keyboard... There you're you're gonna have some real problems. That guy on a controller is gonna get crushed. But right. controller versus controllers or controller versus bots and stuff, like I'm just bad at that. So, yeah, because I was I've been playing. It was extremely apparent when over the quarantine I didn't have my laptop and the new Doom came out, and I wanted to play the new Doom so badly. Uh, but so to, 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 um, sort of deal with those urges, I just got Doom 2016 for the Nintendo Switch and playing Doom on the Nintendo Switch, I was awful. It was so hard, especially like you can't like score as high and like do as well as like, especially playing, like I really loved playing the arcade mode and trying to like rack up combos and stuff but I would it would just take me so long to like kill things it was bad right um and that see that's the other thing we also don't have a console income so we can't even play online like on console games right cause like I, and even if we could like I feel I played uh I played Smash with Paul like once online and then that was the extent of my online gaming during quarantine. <laughs> what a disaster. What a disaster indeed. I've been so deprived of like my only hobby. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the whole like half of your personality. Yeah. Like I use, I'm the computer. The, I use computers. I play video games, and I work, and that's it. And I listen to podcasts about politics. I've just been the amount of the amount of politics podcasts that I listen to has increased exponentially since I've lost my computer. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I listen, I've been re-upping my, because I also have been, now I have uh, a job lot, I can really kind of tuck my earbud away and listen to podcasts while I'm working, like, my entire shift. So now I've really upped the amount of podcasts that I listen to. So now so, a lot of it, I, I also uh, I also listen to uh, comedy stuff now more, too. Ruins um, my, your enjoyment of podcasts, though. 
What? In my like, because I was doing like podcast as a podcast as a podcast. But then this week when we were like, all right, no social media, I was like, all right, turn play, I'll replace YouTube with an audiobook. Hmm. And then when you get into an audiobook, like, and then you try to go back to a podcast, it's just like it's not the same. <laughs> See, I have the opposite. I have the opposite problem. I have such a hard time getting into audiobooks now. Really? Because I hate the, like, monotone just reading a book to me. Because they, like, like, I so much better consume information when it's done in, like, a conversational style like this. Because I've been, I was also trying to, I wasn't listening to um, novels or anything like that. Like, I don't know what you were listening to. Um, I was trying to listen to, like, uh, economics, books on, like, economics and stuff like that. And it was just, I was having a real hard time. Where, like, if I listen to people talk about economics in, like, a podcast, super easy for me. I love it. I eat it right up. I was listening to, like, uh... Man, Economy, and State by Murray Rothbard, which is like a 57-hour long <laughs> audiobook. And I was, I'm having real trouble, I have to say. Well, Matt, I can believe that. Do you know why I can believe that? Why? Because books on economics are exclusively for like 70-year-old bankers, and that's it. Well, no, it's not even that. It's like, I mean, it's more like libertarian stuff and, and like anarcho-capitalist stuff. But it's like, uh, I also, I haven't been able to, I've also, you know what else I've been reading? I'm actually what? reading this. I haven't made it, it's so short too, like I just fucking suck now at, at doing things. Um, is the Communist Manifesto. Because oh my God. Paul agreed to read uh, The Anatomy of the State by Murray Rothbard, which is like an anarcho-capitalist like foundational piece of literature, which is pretty short. It's only like 40 pages or whatever. And so I also agreed to read uh, the Communist Manifesto. Wait, is Paul a communist? Paul's a communist, yeah. It's, it's, he used to be a capital and now he's a communist and it's pretty insane. But he's like this like crazy, like, he, like, I just don't understand how he can support his, I don't know. Because he doesn't think a communist system would work right now, but he still thinks we should work towards one. Because he thinks, basically, ultimately, the system he wants is... Because, obviously, my argument was human central planning will never work because all resource allocation is done so uh, in a necessarily arbitrary manner. Therefore, it's it's inevitably going to lead to inefficiencies and whatever, so you're going to have over-productions uh, of certain things and shortages of certain things and whatever and he was like well yeah that's because my central planning is going to be done by ai and so he's going to have an ai oh, centrally planned ai centrally planned communism is his ideal system um so that's pretty out there yeah. so yeah that is pretty out there um but you can't claim it anymore out there than your ideas well, but, my idea, yeah. at least free markets have been shown to work in practice. The weird thing is... AI centrally planned yeah, communism. How, you, how can you still support communism after, like, 
literally all communist endeavors have failed. So well, because I guess... Because the problem works. with communism is... Uh, is the fact that humans don't have a way to judge value without like a price mechanism, right? It's it's hard for us to allocate resources on such a large scale otherwise. Whereas, uh, if you have an AI who can, who is good at determining values and and resource allocation, as long as the parameters are good, that it's not gonna like see humans themselves as like an inefficiency, then you should be okay. Is the theory I guess, but yeah. Yeah. I guess I've heard of what like the idea that what let you like you just you make the you make the first AI right and mm. then you just need to charge right because that's what that's, my problem is like AI you have to either it won't be as capable as we uh, are thinking it is or it has to be so wildly locked down that it can't do anything it has to be made for very specialized and directed tasks because otherwise yeah, it'll kill so, us yeah that, that's, the, that's the issue is that people I've always thought it was stupid because people are for some reason a lot of people's biggest fear with like the, the singularity and I'm talking about the uh, AI singularity is um, that they're going to get enslaved by robots and I just, I can't, that's just the dumbest thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think... Killed by robots, maybe. Yeah, but killed... why would they enslave, like, squishy, like, inefficient humans? Yeah, they would just make more ro... Like, slavery is really a human thing. Yeah. They would just make more robots to do the stuff, and it would... But the robots, I feel like it wouldn't even be, like, individualistic robot... Oh individual robots with like individual consciousnesses is, is and stuff like that yeah it'll be like the same mind controlling yeah exactly like more hands oh, it's, just the weird, it's just the weirdest thing like, I don't know. but um yeah oh. there's a, a, a there's a, another competing uh, political ideology which um, is pretty much that people should be taking care of themselves and their families, and that there sh- there shouldn't be like it should be like everyone's got their own little house. <laughs> In like a perfect world, everyone could just live on their own little plot of land and get what they need from their land, right? Well, I don't know if that's, that's necessarily an ideal situation because like. That's really just like, uh, you wouldn't have any real technology at that point. Because if you have to provide every, like, think about everything that goes into just a pencil, right? You have to mine the graphite, you have to find the lumber, you have to, like, the little metal to hold the eraser in, that's got to come from somewhere. The rubber uh, for the eraser is going to come from a different place. Um, Then it gets manufactured in a different place, it has to get shipped out all over. So, like, even just having a pencil would be absurd if you're just living off, off your... Like, it would be so expensive and time-consuming to you yourself go out and pursue making a single pencil. It's really the cohesion between all the different uh, p- 
people in an economy that, yeah, make these things possible. But that, that, I don't know, being devil's advocate, I was understand. That's from the perspective that we need a pencil. Right. I would say, uh, it, as we've seen, like, you can look throughout history, and I would say that um, the more technology we have, the more it's lifted people out of uh, poverty, and it's also equalized differences between people. So um, the more technology we've had, uh, for example, moving away from things like manual labor, once we industrialized, um, made it far more possible for women to get jobs and, and be incorporated into the workplace. Because obviously, if the only jobs are carry big heavy rocks from one place to another, men are just going to be better at that because they're just stronger naturally. And you're not really going to have too many good positions for women. But once you move into things uh, like, you know, run this machine, push this button, <laughs> then yeah. anybody can push a button. Um, and then you have more like mentally focused tasks. So like that even more equalizes things because if you're just working with people's minds, well now super easy. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think technology has been overall a positive in, in terms of bringing about more equality and prosperity for everybody. So I would say that I would kind of want, cause also like you have no science, you have no nothing. It's basically like, like I do like the, for obviously I'm a computer guy. So that's, that's my ideal society is having more technology and stuff like that. But I guess you can be, uh, uh, I mean, that's what Thomas Jefferson was, right? He was, a. I don't even remember what it, the term was, but he basically just wanted everybody to be a farmer and that's. That's it. Homesteading is what it's called. Well, no, it was like a, a certain... I guess you you would just call it agrarianism? I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a thing. Because, like, I don't know. But, well, if we're looking at the ultimate goal of, like, creating a system, what, it's to keep everybody... And then also happy. Right. And free. Right. Right. And if you have people free, safe, and happy, then that is like the perfect thing. But I just feel like a lot of proposed policies get too far away from like that actual goal. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Or. Like a lot of like. But how is that efficient? But how is that fair? But how is that equal? And it's like, that's not the point. Like, that's not really what you're trying to achieve. Not perfect equality of, like, outcome, but, like, perfect equality of, like, happiness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I feel like a lot of the policies are, all right, we're just going to take some happiness from here and give it to somebody yeah. else. <laughs> exactly. Like, if we take all of that, like, I don't know. I don't know, and, and like you have to like balance progress in there because first of all, progress is inevitable. 
Right. Uh, and here's a, a hot take. Uh, the city isn't a necessary part of any economy. It's like a nece- It's like it's like a like an evil that that will just always happen. It's like a mistake mm-hmm. that people will always make. Because, mm. like, obviously, right, right, straight up on the basis, like, flat, like, a city, that's where all the stuff is, that's where all the people are, like, it seems like a great thing, but then, like, you take a, like, start taking a second, like, that's also, like, where all, like, the pollution is, that's where, like, germs and shit spread, like, and that's where, like, uh, like is anybody like like truly happy like like in like a fucking like smoggy ass city like I don't know I can't see it. I'm biased of course because I've never really lived in a city except for Boston on the outskirts. Right, but I think it depends on one. It depends on um, the city. It depends on. I mean, the reason that there's so much pollution is just where we are with technology right now. Like as technology has progressed, we've polluted less and less um and you see this with any like developing nation versus a first world nation you see first world nations pollute far less like it it's almost like a requirement to bootstrap your economy is is just like well we got to burn a lot of fossil fuels until we have enough money to to afford everything else because it's like the first step and then and then you use that those fossil fuels to then develop more renewable and then i mean really the the final frontier is nuclear but they're banning that everywhere in the united states so that's a that's a weird thing and i i i'm almost certain that that's just because the oil companies are so powerful yeah like will replace nuclear power is going to replace oil power at some point like it just is yeah because also Compared to like wind and solar, wind and solar take up so much space for so much less power, it's absurd. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a there's one thing about they're talking about like wireless transmission of energy. If they can get that to a point where they can beam energy down from a like a solar panel satellite, like one satellite around the sun like, the size of, like, the average solar farm, like, would power the entire Earth, like, four times over. Right. And if they could just get that energy to be transmitted long distance. That's what, what, Nikola Tesla wanted. Yeah, that's what he, yeah, he wanted to... And that's how we get, like, uh, Qi wireless charging for, like, your phone. Uh But I... I actually, there was a guy who had like a longer distance, so you could, it was basically a charger. It worked with like wireless charging, but like you could charge your phone throughout the room and he got like blasted. Like everybody was like, how do we know this is not going to like give us cancer? And so like, Mm -hmm. it really didn't get off the ground because like they actually had a prototype, but everybody was like, yeah, that's pretty sketchy. Like, do any studies on it though? Because that's kind of sketchy. If like they were just like, no, it might cause cancer, so we're not even gonna pursue it. No, yeah, I think basically they couldn't get anybody to invest into it because public opinion was so just like, yeah, that's like, not what I want. But that's 
Eventually, that's a thing. Yeah. Also. Every time there's a technology where people are like, that's not what I want, and that's probably going to be bad, it, it just is, becomes a thing. And you just got to, you just did everyone else, I'm just dealing with the cancer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. This like, is, uh, well, I'm going to have to, we're going to have to wrap up. Ugh. Okay. My girlfriend's got an a, a appointment uh, on the phone. It's it's remote, so you gotta got to clear the everything. So have anything to, have any final words? Uh, As always, of course, make sure you eat your leaves. As always, keep As them, always. keep them peepees hard. Till the next time, big and long, Bye. long and strong. Adios. <laughs> keep them girthy. <laughs> All right, adios. Bye.